With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Thursday, May 13th, 2021, and welcome to episode number 303 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. This is, of course, the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw on the line here with you, coming at you from WCWS HQ right here in Trinity, North Carolina. As we bring you, of course, our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We will, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team, who is King Ice, of course, more more affectionately known as King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo will be, of course, our friends from 411mania.com. We have not yet heard anything from the human suplex machine, John Gross, here as of yet. Uh, in the event that if he does not pop on by the time our news report is over with, I will be taking care of your wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course, as well. We hope to have, of course, more folks pop on in here within the next little while. 
that if you wish to join us for our big time discussion here, everything about everything going on here in the wrestling world as we speak, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1 605 562 0444. Caller ID 138 521 pound. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays here tonight, we will also be talking about what happened on the uh, on last night's edition of AEW Dynamite, which, of course, was some very unique stuff that took place here, of course, as well. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be starting to get our we'll start getting our predictions in for, of course, this Sunday's WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, event coming up here of course as well there may be more matches of course popping up on here for this thing here possibly we may not know that until after smackdown tomorrow night but still we will talk about the matches that we do know of of course at, at this point plus some other wrestling story wrestling stuff wrestling related items of course we'll definitely bring to your attention here coming up here of course a little bit later on in the show in the meantime ladies and gentlemen 903 p.m eastern standard time on, like we said, Thursday, May 13th, 2021. Let's go and proceed with 303 of NWO Wolfpack. <clears throat> By, of course, getting started with our wrestling news and views here, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. And, and, of course, like I said, while we also have been just now got word that JD is now uh, streaking around the streets of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But, of course, we'll try to find more out about that here in a little, in a little while. Of course, if anyone does not find that funny, well, that's your personal opinion. Anyway, uh, just a little joke here to break the ice here, folks. That's all we try to do here. Of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows, of course, in addition to Wolfpack, of course, right here on, of course, also in, uh, on uh, Revolution, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> Raw Radio. As well as, of course, outside the ropes, of course, Power Hour, as well as WWS this morning, and also WWS Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also Sports Machine. And all hopefully, of course, when we get more of our shows up and going here in 2021, we'll hopefully we'll be able to be able to apply, of course, for 11 Mania to those shows as well. Our first story here of the night, here, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us from uh, comes to us, of course, from uh, from <coughs> Uh, Jeremy Thomas right here. Give me just one second here, folks, and we'll, uh, okay, sorry about that. Okay, now we're good. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us our first story here. As Sean Waltman talked about how he liked the AEW Blood and Guts match and also talking about, also talks about Jericho's call off of the cage. Sean Waltman weighed in on last week's AEW Blood and Guts match during his latest podcast. Waltman discussed the match on the latest Pro Wrestling for Life, and here are some highlights right here on this page. Of course, this is Pro Wrestling Inc. On the Blood and Guts match itself, Sean Waltman says, I thought it was really good for that type of match. I thought it lived up to what was supposed to be. When you're hyping a match, a lot of times things don't turn out anything like it should. It was hyped, but this one did. I was surprised it was on TV. It should have been a pay-per-view. On the criticism around the gimmicked cage fall by Chris Jericho, Waltman says, it doesn't help, it doesn't help. I just think if they would have had a different camera angle, we wouldn't be talking about this. On WWE reportedly thinking the match set the business back 30 years, 
Waltman says, when you when you first told me about the reaction from them, I was like, really? But maybe if you're just talking about dealing with sponsors because there's big-time corporate sponsors involved in wrestling these days, well, of course, WWE, so I, I guess I can understand why they might feel that way. But wrestling gets painted with a very broad brush. Remember back when ECW was hot, we were still doing the cartoon thing in the WWF. Remember Pat Patterson one time really crapping on the EC on the ECW thing. I guess it's I guess just because of the content and the thing about it is it, it about it is we ended up doing the same crap a couple of years later at the peak of the industry. And for the company, I mean, it wasn't as brutal as ECW, but we got a lot of stuff from ECW. On if he thought the match was too violent. Waltman says, no, but who, who am I to say? Some people like that. There's a place for a lot of things. Wrestling doesn't belong to any one company. On Sammy Guevara's unprotected chair shot to Wardlow's head, Waltman says, yeah, we shouldn't be, yeah, we shouldn't be especially, un, especially unprotected. Put your hands up at least. We know enough about what happens if you get hit in the head like that. I wish it wouldn't have been done today in 2021. Come on, there's other things we can do out there. So that was pretty much, like I said here, folks, <clears throat> that was pretty much, of course, a take from, a, of course, a wrestling legend. And obviously now, of course, a two-time Hall of Famer, and that is, of course, uh, Sean Waltman. If you remember, of course, he was inducted as part of D-Generation X, and then just this year he was inducted as a member of the NWO. Uh, of course, uh, talking about the three stories related to Impact Wrestling here, folks. First off, 411 Mania is providing live coverage of Impact Wrestling. If you wish to, if you wish to, you could go to 411mania.com and check out their, of course, coverage for tonight's, uh, for tonight's edition of Impact Wrestling. Our next story here, Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story just a little while ago, as this week's edition of Before the Impact is now officially online. The live stream is online for this week's Before the Impact pre-show for Impact Wrestling. Of course, you can see the, of course, there's the video. Of course, um, the video is right here on this page. Of course, it's ahead of tonight's show here as well. And we will post that, ladies and gentlemen. And I know Impact's already started. But we will post this uh, before the Impact on um, on both of our Impact U.S. pages if anybody just wants to go back and, and of course, just and just likes to, uh, just wants to just uh, listen to it and get their own take about it. Jeremy Thomas posted this story right here. As an opening match was was confirmed, of course, for tonight's episode of Impact Wrestling. We now know that, that of course, what did open tonight's episode of Impact Wrestling, PW Insider has confirmed that the match between Havoc and Rosemary to determine Deanna Perrazzo's opponent for Impact Under Siege actually will be, was the match that started the show. As we said, 411 Mania will have, of course, live, is currently uh, providing live coverage of tonight's Impact of course, of course, also as well as uh, they will also be providing uh, Saturday's uh, <clears throat> the Saturday edition of uh, uh, well the Saturday's Impact Plus, of course, pay per view, which is, which is of course called Impact Under Siege. So, so if you have Impact Plus, you'll be able to of course uh, look at that. <clears throat> Jeremy Thomas did post this story right here as the AEW Dynamite rating and also an audience did suffer a little bit of a drop. 
The rating and audience for this week's episode of AW Dynamite took a dip from last week's numbers for Blood and Guts. According to the PW Torch, Wednesday's show brought in a 0.31 rating in the 1849 demographic and 936,000 viewers. Those numbers are down 26% and 14% respectively from last week's 0.42 demo rating and 1.09 million viewers. The demo rating is the lowest for Dynamite since it began running unopposed, dipping below the previous low of a 0.33 two weeks ago. That show's overall viewership was lower than this week's number, however, having registered 689,000 viewers at the time. The overall Nielsen numbers for the cable originals for the night are, are officially not yet available. They may be popping up here, of course, possibly soon, and I'm sure the, if, if they are, the Iceman, Jared Geralmo may be bringing that to us, maybe coming up a little bit later. We'll have to wait and see, of course, if, uh, uh, if of course, if, of course, like I said, if we have that information before the night's out. <clears throat> Our next story here, of course, this is something very, very unique, of course, I'm sure, like I said, everyone does realize that the WWE Network, of course, now is a part of Peacock here in the United States. Jeremy Thomas posted this story with some WWE news as Peacock Premium is offering a month at 99 cents. Interesting. Also, Batista talks about collecting his own action figures. If you haven't signed up for Peacock Premium yet and want to see WrestleMania Backlash, you can do so for under a buck. Wrestling Inc. reports that the service is offering a month of Peacock Premium for $0.99 cents and an email sent out today. The normal price of Peacock Premium is $4.99, while Peacock Premium Plus, which is almost completely um, without uh, advertisements, is $9.99 per month. The email notes, notes that the price includes full membership in Peacock Premium, which includes WWE's offerings such as WrestleMania Backlash. After the one-month subscription, auto-renews at $4.99 unless you cancel beforehand. Still, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I may not do the Peacock thing myself, to be honest with you. Batista spoke with USA Today for a new interview, interview promoting his new movie called Army of the Dead, which hits actually theaters tomorrow and Netflix next weekend. Of course, the video for that is right here on this page. You can go back and look at that. Also, Dave Batista <coughs> chats with uh, Batista. Uh, also, uh, of course, the video is right here is this, that we have on this page is described as follows. Dave Batista talked with USA Today's Brian Truitt about his new Netflix film, Army of the Dead, upcoming projects, and also collecting his old WWE action figures. So we will post this. Uh, we will post this, of course, folks, in the Entertainment Cavalcade page if you want to, of course, see this interview that USA Today conducted with uh, Batista. Our next story here, folks, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Asuka talks about the rise of Asian hate crimes and her own experience with racism. Asuka weighed in on the rise of, in hate crimes against Asians in North America and recounted her own experience with racism in a new, in a new interview. The WWE star spoke with Eat Entertainment Tonight Canada, and you can see here, here are some of the highlights right here. On the rise in hate crimes against Asian people in North America, Asuka said, I hate it, I hate it, I don't understand. It's a waste of time to be hateful. Why people attack other people, we are people, right? I don't understand, I hate it. On her own experience with racism, 
Oscar says, I have only one experience with racism. It was around the time that the pandemic started spreading. In America, I was at the airport. A woman came towards me. When she noticed me, she covered her mouth with her hand and ran away from me. I was shocked. I had it never happened before the pandemic. Oh, my gosh. I didn't understand. I was shocked. On what non-Asians can do to support Asian communities right now, Oscar says, I think it's important for non-Asians to understand and share the wonderful culture of Asians. I love Japanese culture, such as anime and manga, cards and video games. I also love Japanese food, such as sushi, sashimi, sukiyaki, takoyaki. I love beautiful nature. Some American people tell me that they love Japanese anime, such as Dragon Ball, Naruto. I'm proud of being Japanese. On what advice she gives, she 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 she's given Asian girls who wanted to become stars in WWE. Oscar says, I want to say to Asian girls, don't give up on your dream. So when I was 16, I wanted to be a WWE superstar. One day I asked my mom if I could be a WWE superstar, and she said, no, you have to go to college. Okay. Then I also told my high school teacher I want to be a WWE superstar. He laughed and said, don't be silly. Okay. I was shocked, and I had no choice. I gave up on my dream once. Then I went to college, and I graduated to college. But when I started training, I couldn't give up on my dream. But then my friends gave me confidence. You can do it. You can do it. So then I called a wrestling company in Tokyo and I left my hometown of Osaka and now I am WWE superstar. Don't give up on your dreams. And ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out one thing before we continue with our news here. That. Now, this 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 racism situation, of course, like I said, has been uh, has been pretty much out of whack, out of control here. Uh, for quite a long time, and it's really escalated with a lot of the hate stuff that's taking place. Of course, against obviously, of course, against African Americans, but of course, whenever the whenever a situation took place in Atlanta, of course, involving uh, involving, of course, uh, several Asian folks that sadly lost their lives as a result of that, it's kind of uncalled for, in my personal opinion. I mean, I truly have a tremendous. I personally have a tremendous amount of respect for anyone of any ethnicity, any race. doesn't matter what color your skin is. We're all human beings. It's not like I'm talking. Uh, <clears throat> um, it's not, it's not like, of course, like I said, they're, they're aliens for crying out loud. They're from another planet. They are all human beings. And of course they just simply just need to, a lot of people just simply, like I said, have been. I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people have probably been, been taught certain, uh, taught to hate uh, folks of certain ethnicities, whatever. But of course, I personally, ladies and gentlemen, I don't. I look be. I look beyond ethnicity. I see a human being just like me. So, like I said, ladies, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, all I got to say here is, is like I said, if you. <clears throat> If you, of course, obviously, if you actually don't like, if you don't like anyone of any other race or color or whatever, then like I said, my advice to you is then don't talk to them. Don't go anywhere near them or, or what have you. But my own, but my own personal, my own personal opinion here is don't spoil it for anybody else. Don't mess up anything for anybody else. Because they may, like I said, may have a lot of people who they respect, that they honor, and they are proud to call friend. Proud, some a lot of times proud to call, 
you know, a lot of times call, like I said, uh, friend, brother, sister, what have you. And you may not, you don't have to be related to be called that, in my own personal opinion. So, so just like I said, ladies and gentlemen, just, just like I said, take it in stride. And if you don't want to deal with anybody of any other race or color and all that, it's your choice. It's, it, you can do whatever you want, but just don't mess it up for anybody else. That's all I got to say about that. But just at least have some sort of respect for them. But and let's try to let's, let's just try to stop and hate all this before before it really kind of really kind of tears a lot of people apart, in my personal opinion. Our next story here, folks, here, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Stone Cold Steve Austin talks about working with Triple H. Says Triple H had the greatest WrestleMania entrance ever. Steve Austin shared his thoughts on working with Triple H and named the game's WrestleMania 17 entrance as the greatest uh, ever in a conversation with Drew McIntyre. Austin appeared on the return episode of McIntyre's Drew and A series on Peacock and the WWE Network. And here are some highlights. On working with Triple H, Steve Austin says, I love working with Triple H. We hit it off when he came down to WCW way back in the day. We didn't travel roads together, but we were on the same page. We both love bodybuilding, powerlifting. He's a great worker, good mind for the business. On Triple H's WrestleMania 17 entrance, <clears throat> Austin says, at WrestleMania 17, you know Triple H was a big Motorhead fan, and Motorhead was out there. Remember, before the show started, they did this warm-up, and, man, they were just louder than hell. They were doing this warm-up, and I was like, oh, my God. And then during the show, they kicked it off. And I'm a big Motorhead, Motorhead fan myself. Lemmy was on another planet. He was just up there rocking, and they let him play for about 60 seconds, and here comes Triple H. He walks out, and he's all jacked up. He looks like a million bucks. He acknowledges Lemmy, and Lemmy just keeps on rocking because he's in the zone. And then Triple H power walks down to the ring because Undertaker's fixing to follow suit on his entrance. And they were working together, and it was the greatest entrance I've ever seen at a WrestleMania. And he's had so many great ones, as many other ones have too. But that one was so electric. It also had something to do with that record-setting crowd there in the Astrodome. was amazing as well. On Triple H's knowledge of wrestling, Austin says, Triple H, a great mind for the game. I picked his opinion on many different things, and that's his opinion on many different things. When I was on my run, and one of my ideas as a heel that I wanted to do was form a tag team with him. Called the courts a two-man power trip. We were really, really trying to get some heat laying on, laying some heavy ch steel chairs down. The Undertaker, Kane, the Hardys, Lita, my God, we were doing everything we could in my alliance with him, which kind of ensured I was heading in a heat direction. Then fate hit one night in a tag match on Monday Night Raw, and he blew out of that quad, and that was the end of that. And he made a successful comeback. Obviously, he had one of the greatest runs in the history of the business, but a guy that that's a lot of fun to be in the ring with. So, <clears throat> our next story here, folks, uh, let's see, talking about now NXT UK, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as some WWE NXT UK highlights, of course, the number one contenders match, also Amir Jordan says goodbye, and, and of course, more, and of course, we have more than that. WWE has released the highlights from this week's NXT UK, including the number one contenders, gauntlet match with the NXT UK women's title and more. Of course, you can see the, 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 the full set of highlights right here on this page. And, of course, Ian Hamilton of 411 Mania, of course, has a review of the episode. Of course, there's a link on, on it right there as well. 
of course, like I said, we did we did of course post post a video earlier about the women's title number one contenders gauntlet match on both the uh, women of WCWUS page as well as the NXT US page. So if anybody wants to go on there and take a and take a and take a look at that, it looks like that uh, that there will be another showdown apparently between Kaylee Ray and uh, Miko Satamura. So. So we, I can't wait to, of course, see this. Obviously, it looks like Satamira really took a a little bit of a little bit of a pop, I guess, from Kaylee Ray, of course, after the match. So, but it looks like it's going to be them again, of course, at some point down the road. But we'll have to wait and see, of course, about how that will happen. Our next story here. This is a superstar we haven't heard from quite some time. Jeffrey Harris posted this story. If you if you remember, of course, Cherry, that was part of the team of Deuce and Domino, says that she's actually a fan of Natalia and would actually like to get an invite to come back to the to for a future Royal Rumble match. During an interview with Ring the Bell, B-E-L-L-E, former WWE talent Cherry, her real name is Kara Elizabeth Drew, which was the valet for Deuce and Domino, discussed wanting to get an invite to return to WWE as an entry for the Royal Rumble match. Here is an excerpt, of course, via Fightful. She says, it's fun watching Natty. She is talented and impressive. I'm like, how do you come up with this stuff? Every time it's something new, it does make me excited and hopeful one day that I'll get the invite to the Royal Rumble. It's always exciting, whether it's the guys and girls to see someone new. They're on the edge of their seats waiting for a surprise appearance. There was a lot that Cherry could have done, especially with Deuce and Domino, because we did a lot in Ohio Valley Wrestling with me and the skates. I would love to come down. I know the boys are down. Cherry last appeared for WWE in 2008. Last March, the trio of Deuce and Domino with Cherry announced that they were accepting worldwide bookings. So maybe, who knows, WWE may end up probably bringing them back or maybe a pretty decent probably may bring them back at some point. I, mean, I don't know if anybody would want to see them come back or not, but if you remember, of course, Deuce is, of course, the real-life son of the late Hall of Famer Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Our next story here, folks, Joseph Lee posted this story uh, today. As Sammy Guevara talks about why he has no heat with Impact Wrestling. In an interview with Wrestling Inc., Sammy Guevara spoke about his creative frustrations with Impact Wrestling earlier this year and emphasized he didn't have an issue with the company. Guevara was meant to go over to the company when he left AEW and the Inner Circle, but due to a disagreement over creative, he never appeared on TV. Here are some highlights. On his creative issues of Impact Wrestling, Guevara says, You know, a lot of stuff was said, but it's just because it's just business at the end of the day. I know I didn't really say nothing out there, and all this stuff reports that came out was only coming from one side, so some of it wasn't true. I really don't want to comment too much on it. It was what it was. I still wish everyone the best. We're all friends, and we're all just trying to succeed at the end of the day. On, of course, Kenny Omega as the belt collector. Rivera says he has definitely cemented his legacy. When the IWGP world title, even before all his current world titles, is impressive. He's busy collecting them all. He's like Thanos from the Avengers. I don't know where it's all going, but hey, I'm just here watching the ride. On a future feud between the elite and the inner circle, Rivera says, that would be cool. When we did it last year, they were good guys and we were heels. I love to run it back. Maybe we, we get maybe get to win on them since they beat us the last time around. Of course, we'll have to wait and see, of course, how all that will pan out. 
Speaking, of course, of the inner circle, Joseph Lee posted this story as some details on why Santana was not on last night's edition of Dynamite. During last night's AEW Dynamite, the inner circle showed up minus one member as Santana was not with them. In the storyline, this was because he was in jail for using a fork against MJF in the Pinnacle during the Blood and Guts match last week. According to the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, it was noted that the real reason Santana was not in Dynamite was because he was sick. While he may have still been on TV a couple of years ago, <clears throat> the company is not taking any. The company is still not taking any chances during the pandemic. Joseph Lee posted this story here today as Miro actually sends a message to the AEW roster, of course, and Lance Archer has obviously responded. As we previously noted, Miro won the TNT title last night's AEW Dynamite, defeating Darby Allen in the main event. Miro sent a message to the AEW roster on social media. He wrote, line them all up. He didn't have to wait long for a response as Lance Archer gave a quick reply. No need to line them all up. So, so apparently, like I said, it may be some t- something here. We may be seeing something between Miro and Lance Archer sometime down the road here. That's going to make that's going to actually make a very interesting. Uh, that's going to be that's going to make a very interesting, of course, uh, uh, encounter here when, of course, that does take place. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as we uh, this was this was posted, of course, last night. As we have an update on Orange Cassidy's status after the bump he took on Dynamite. A new report has details on Orange Cassidy's condition following the bump he took on last night's AEW Dynamite. As noted, Cassidy's World Title Eliminary match went to an improvised finish after Cassidy took a rough Liger bomb by Pac. An audible was called and Kenny Omega attacked Pac, causing a no contest instead of the planned 20 minute draw. Fightful Select reports that Cassidy is fortunately okay after the spot. Cassidy and Pac will now, but will both now face Kenny Omega in a triple threat match at AEW's Double or Nothing for the AEW World Title. And from what we also heard and all that, Kenny Omega and Don Callis were, of course, not too pleased to hear that whenever that happened. And Jeremy Thomas posted this last story, which also came out last night. SCU uh, has officially broken up as a tag team following the AEW tag team title match loss on Dynamite. SCU are no more after Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels lost their shot to AEW tag team titles on this week's Dynamite. Of course, last night's show saw Kazarian and Daniels lose their match to the Young Bucks in a bloody affair after Daniels was busted open early in the bout. Daniels and Kazarian announced a while back that their next loss would be their last as a team. The two have been teaming together since 2011 when they teamed up in TNA as Fortune. Kazarian and fellow SCU member Scorpio Sky were the inaugural AEW Tag Team Champions, winning the tournament to crown the initial champions. <clears throat> and of course, obviously, uh, of course, obviously, uh, there was a lot of tweets, of course, posted from AEW, of course, here concerning all this as well. We did see, of course, a mutual sign of respect between Christopher Daniels and Kazarian after that, after that, of course, did take place. So, so folks, there, so folks, there you have it right there. <clears throat> there you have it right there as far as your some of your wrestling wrestling stories here, of course, here for, for tonight. We, of course, as always, thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us here to, of course, bring those stories here to you. 
<clears throat> of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, as we say, King Ice, who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Joalmo. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor would we ever try to do so in the past, have we never tried to do so in the past six years. I do now see standing by here, of course, getting our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays all prepped and ready to go. He is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is part of the team. He is part of the broadcast team for Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. He is, of course, the founder of the Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He's also, of course, a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, of course, including the Impact U.S. Revolver Championship, one half of the OVWS NGWI Tag Team Championships alongside the Kian Club's Mint Patel, as well as one-fourth of the WCWUS Eight-Man Tag Team Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, I hereby bring to you, of course, the human suplex machine himself, hailing from the state of Virginia, the one and the only, Mr. John Brooks. John, we welcome you, sir, to 303 of Wolfpack. Thank you for being here with us. Let's now see what we have here in your wrestling and pop culture history reports here for tonight. On this date here in 1988 in Houston, Texas, Barry Windham defeated Nikita Koloff in the finals of a one-night tournament to regain the vacated NWA United States title. And we're just also now getting word here from uh, from Pittsburgh that they actually subdued JD and are now putting an adult diaper on him. Okay, yes. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. Uh, anyway, on this date here in 1994 at an ECW wrestling taping in Philadelphia, Mikey Whipwreck defeated Pitbull number one Gary Wolf to win the ECW TV title. The win came as a shock to many as Whipwreck had never successfully hit an offensive move on anyone and still hadn't. Taz distracted Wolf, leading Whipwreck to capture the ECW TV title. On this date here in 1995, WWF presented a night to remember from the Boston Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. This is the last show at the longtime home of the Boston Celtics, who had, of course, moved into the Fleet Center in the fall of 1995. Many WWF dignitaries were there, including, of course, uh, Vince McMahon, Gorilla Monsoon, Arnold Scullin, George Steele, Pat Patterson, Tony Guerrero, Chief J. Strombo, and Killer Kowalski. The last main event of Boston Garden featured Diesel retaining the WWF title over Psycho Sid, with Gorilla Monsoon as the, as the guest announcer. Also, that same day, ECW presented Enter the Sandman from Philadelphia. Eddie Guerrero pulled double duty as, as he had put the ECW TV title on the line against both Dean Malenko and also Marty Jannetty. Also on this date here, ladies and gentlemen, in 2002, let's see. That's right, 2002 on Raw from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, near the home of our own King and W.O. Gerard Smith. Hulk Hogan defeated Ric Flair to retain the undisputed title. This is the first and only nationally televised match between the two in a WWF slash WWE ring, although they were, they were in the company together back in 91 and 92. Hogan and Flair did wrestle nationally televised in WCW seven times from 1994 
through 1999. Flair pinned Hogan in one-on-one televised bouts with, in 10, with Flair winning against Hogan on MSG Network in late 1991 and an episode of WCW Monday Nitro in January of 1996. Hogan retained the undisputed title with help from, of all people, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and also Bradshaw as well. Also on the undercard, Trish Stratus and Bubba Ray Dudley defeated Jazz and Steven Richards in a mixed tag team hardcore match, with Trish winning the women's title over Jazz and Steven Richards' hardcore title was on the line as well. Also on this date, <clears throat> also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, let's see here, and to see, uh, let's see. Yes, in 2007, NWA announced that it would end their relationship with TNA Wrestling effective immediately, meaning that Christian, Christian Cage and Team 3D are immediately stripped of the NWA titles. That evening, TNA presented Sacrifice from the Impact Zone in Universal Orlando. The show is noted for Jeff Jarrett's final match until a year later as Jarrett took time away from the, from the ring to, of course, grieve. Um, from, from the passing of his of his wife days later. Kurt Angle defeated Sting and Christian Cage to regain the TNA World to pick up the TNA World Heavyweight title. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2019 on Raw, Bray Wyatt introduces a new member to the Firefly Funhouse, his alter ego, The Fiend. Of course, that's what we call JD sometimes when he's not wearing any clothes. But anyway, also... Uh, Happy, of course, we want to wish a very happy 30th birthday to the manager and girlfriend of the current NXT champion, Karrion Cross, Scarlett Boudreaux. Happy 30th birthday to her. And also happy 40th birthday to, of course, Jimmy Wang Yang. Of course, Jimmy's Wang is a lot more Yang than JD's is. Anyway, happy, also happy 57th birthday, of course, to uh, the man who was known in WCW as Glacier. Today, he turns 57 years old. And happy 60th birthday to former WCW celebrity guest and NBA player, five-time NBA champion with the Pistons in 1989 and 90, and three with the Bulls from 1996 through 1998. I'm talking about Hot Rod himself, Dennis Rodman. In wrestling lore, while Rodman was suspended from NWA in 1997, he appeared with Hollywood Hulk Hogan for WCW that March and made his professional wrestling debut at Bash at the Beach. When he and Hogan teamed up and were defeated by Lex Luger and, of course, the Big Show, who was known as the Giant at that time. And Rodman appeared as an imposter sting and cost Luger the WCW World Heavyweight title at Road Wild in 1997. Rodman would return to the WCW ring in 1998, where he and Hogan were victorious, defeating DDP and fellow NBA player Carl Malone. Rodman would come out of wrestling retirement in 2008 as part of the only season of Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling. Here is some pop culture, history, and birthdays. On his date in 1787, Arthur Phillips set sails with 11 ships of criminals to Botany Bay in Australia. On his date in 1835, the first foreign embassy in Hawaii officially forms. Aloha oi. On his date in 1846, the U.S. declares war on Mexico two months after the fighting begins. <clears throat> On a state in 1864, the Battle of Resica, Georgia, at Atlanta takes place. On a state in 1905, James J. Jeffries retires undefeated after seven title defenses. He returns in 1910 to be beaten by Jack Johnson. On a state in 1911, Fred Merkel is the first to get six RBIs in an inning, and that was in the first inning. 
On his day in 1940, Winston Churchill does an unforgettable speech saying, I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat in his first speech as Prime Minister to the British House of Commons. Also on this day in 1946, also on that same, of course, on that same day, he is welcomed, of course, in, in Rotterdam, the Netherlands. On his day in 1953, Willie Mays and Daryl Spencer each hit two home runs and a triple. On his state in 1954, Robin Roberts gives up a home run and retires met the next 27 men in a row. On his day in 1955, Mickey Mano hits three consecutive home runs of at least 400, 463. On his day in 1958, a motorcade carrying Vice President Richard Nixon is attacked in Caracas, Venezuela. Several members of Nixon's staff are injured. Also on that same day, Stan Musial is the eighth person, eighth, eighth player to get 3,000 hits. And of course, I have to say this to everybody here, come to Butthead. <clears throat> On the state in 1960, Phillies lose their third consecutive 1-0 game. On the state in 1965, the Rolling Stones record the song Satisfaction, which is something J.D. can't get a whole lot of sometimes. <clears throat> but, hey. Also, on the state in 1966, the Rolling Stones also released the song Paint It Black in the United Kingdom. Of course, it's a very, that's a very big time song around the time of the Vietnam War, if everyone remembers that song. On the state in 1970, the Beatles movie Let It Be officially premieres. On the state in 1971, Grace Slick of the band Jefferson Airplane is seriously injured in a car accident. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. Just, just unwinding there a little bit. On the state in 1972, the Milwaukee Brewers went against the Minnesota Twins in 22 innings. The game actually started. On May the 12th. On the state 1976, the New York Nets beat the Denver Nuggets to win the ninth and final ABA championship four games to two. On the same 1981, Pope John Paul II is shot and critically wounded by Turkish gunman Mehmet Ali Ak 
Atka in Peter's Square in Vatican City. I want to say 1982, the Chicago Cubs win their 8,000th game as they beat the Houston Astros. I want to say 1983, Reggie Jackson is the first major leaguer to strike out 2,000 times. I want to say 1985, Carlton Fisk becomes the fifth catcher to steal 100 bases. Also, Philadelphia police attack a house held by the group uh, called Move, and 11 people are killed. On a state, 1989, 2,000 students begin the hunger strike in Tiananmen Square in China. Also, that same day, Kirby Puckett of Minnesota becomes the 35th man to hit four doubles in a game. Very impressive. On this day, in 1991, Michael Jackson Magic and Madness goes on sale. And I think J.D. was the first in line to get it. Also, that same day, the Yankees... Yank, the fans of Yankee Stadium sing Like a Virgin to Jose Canseco. <laughs> oh, Lord, that person. Well, that's actually JD's theme song, by the way, Like a Virgin. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, on this day in 1992, uh, Sylvester Stallone's brother, Frank Stallone, beats Geraldo Rivera in boxing on the Howard Stern Show. Also, that same day, the concrete foundation for, for the ballpark, what would be known as Jacobs Field, is officially poured. Also, on, the, also on this day, 1993, Arsenio Hall's 1,000th show retrospective is seen in the Netherlands. Excuse me. Oh, sorry about that, folks. Also on that same day, George Brett hits his 300th home run. On this day, 1994, the Indians begin an 18 home uh, home game winning streak at Jacobs Field. Ah, sorry about that, folks. Mm. On a state in 1996, O.J. Simpson appears on British TV discussing his non-guilty verdict. On a state in 1997, Eddie Murray is the sixth baseball player to play in 3,000 games. On a state in 2004, the final episode I want to say 2004, the final episode of the TV show Frasier on NBC is watched by 33 million people. Of course, Frasier, as you know, is a spinoff of the show Cheers. 
On this date, on this date last year, I mean this year, I should say, actually today, as a matter of fact, the CDC says people fully vaccinated against the pandemic can stop wearing masks. Of course, there are some places that may that may still tell you you have to, but <clears throat> also happy 70th birthday to R&B legend. And I think one of the idols of the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, Stevie Wonder. <clears throat> Although if he did hear me and all that, he knows I'm just kidding. Happy 34th birthday to the man who, of course, has been, has been of course, in the, the Twilight movie franchise. Of course, I'm talking about Robert Pattinson. Today would have been the 70th birthday of Richie Valens. Of course, as you know, as he did. La, 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 bamba. <laughs> Sorry. As you know, Richie Valens was taken away. Sadly, had passed away in a plane crash in 1959. Happy 56th birthday to the man who took over David Letterman's show, Stephen Colbert. Of course, he will never be able to replace David Letterman, in my personal opinion. But, I mean, he does all right. He is funny. I will give him that. <clears throat> Happy 54th birthday to former Hootie and the Blowfish lead singer from 1994 to 2008. And now he is a solo country singer. I'm talking about Darius Rucker. <clears throat> the movie Monster-in-Law was released in, on this day, 2005. The movie The Crow was released on this date in 1994. JD's Pants was released on this date two years ago. Uh, yeah, okay, no. Okay, John wanted to, John, of course, is wanting to point out something about the movie The Crow. Oh. <sighs> okay. Uh, John, of course, now is stepped away for a moment. He should be back here in the next little, should be right back. Uh, <sighs> <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we're still, of course, uh, we're, we're still, uh, there was something that John wanted, I think, wanted to say about the movie, uh, about the movie The Crow, so he should be back here in just a few moments. 
But just coming up here, of course, while we wait for John, just to give you a heads up, coming up here right after this, we will be, of course, bringing you our thoughts and opinions about last night's AEW Dynamite. <clears throat> Plus, also, we will start doing some predictions in on, of course, uh, this Sunday's WrestleMania Backlash event. And hopefully we'll get to hear from some more folks, including hopefully the Iceman, Jared Geralmo, and hopefully some several several others, some several other folks here, of course, as well. <coughs> anyway, uh, of course, here's what John's back with us now. He's talking about uh, about about the movie The Crow right here. He says The Crow was filmed in 1993. Brandon Lee, the main character, Eric Draven, was filming a scene where he was brutally shot after witnessing the beating and rape of his fiancée. Actor Michael Massey's character, Funboy, fires a 44 Magnum Smith & Wesson Model 629 revolver, revolver at Lee as he walks into the room. A previous scene using the same gun had called for inert or inert dummy cartridges filled with bullets, but no powder or primer to be loaded in the revolver. In the fatal scene, which had called for the revolver to be fired at Lee from a distance of 12 to 15 feet, the dummy cartridges were exchanged for act for black for blank rounds, <clears throat> which feature a live powder charge and primer, but no bullet, thus allowing the gun to be fired without the risk of an actual projectile. Since the bullet from the dummy round was already trapped in the barrel, the magnum bullet was fired out. Of the barrel with virtually the same force as if the gun had been loaded with a live round. Striking Lee in the abdomen, mortally wounding him. He was rushed to Wilmington, of course, it was in Wilmington, North Carolina, where they filmed this, where he underwent six hours of surgery. The attempts were unsuccessful, and he died at 1.03 p.m. on March 31st, 1993, at the age of 28. The shooting was ruled an accident. After Lee's death, the producers were faced with the decision of whether or not to continue with the film. <clears throat> Lee had completed most of his scenes for the film and was scheduled to shoot for only three days. So Lee's stunt double, Chad Stelaski, was used as a stand-in and also CGI. <clears throat> was used to digitally superimpose Lee's face. The beginning of the movie, which had not been finished, was rewritten, rewritten and the apartment scene remade using computer graphics from an earlier scene of Brandon Lee. The beginning, let's see, okay, I already said that part, okay. 
let's see. <clears throat> and of course, now John has some uh, some NASCAR history to bring in before we get to, of course, our other business at hand. On a say 2017, Martin Truex Jr. wins the race at Kansas. On a say 2007, Jeff Gordon wins his 78th race at Darlington. I was say 2006, Greg Biffle won his, his first victory of the season. <clears throat> and John said that's all he's got for the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here for today. John, we thank you very much for bringing that to our attention. And also, of course, <clears throat> we also once again want to thank 411 Mania for helping for providing us with the wrestling news and views here for tonight. 9.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND, NWO Wolfpack, episode 303. Of course, this is, uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, this is Thursday, May 13th, 2021. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, uh, now alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross here, of course, here with you. We do have, of course, have someone standing by. Let's go ahead and bring him in, of course, here as well. Um, actually, right now, he's standing up, dancing, wearing nothing but his boxers. No, I'm speaking. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just anyway, he, <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Uh, my apologies. He is one-fourth of the WWUS eight-man tag team champions. He is also part of the broadcast team, which brings you Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. He is a member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. <clears throat> He's also another multi he also, he also holds many other championships in the WWUS Trivia Championship Series, including, of course, just recently the new Impact US X Division champion. He is also the general manager of WWUS Fan Empire, of course, for, uh, of course on Facebook. Tonight, he's gone back to his usual attire, ladies and gentlemen, as he, of course, he is dressed up in 97 MC Hammer. He's actually dressed up like Stevie Wonder, who today turns 70 years old. Uh, <clears throat> and also, of course, uh, he, he is, but he is, of course, uh, dancing like MC Hammer because he's actually just too legit to quit. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, he's telling everybody, you can't touch this. Uh, anyway, okay, I can't believe I haven't remembered this name yet. Uh, also, of course, there, folks, he does look like, still look like, of course, Arsenio Hall and Lionel Richie at the same time, because every time, of course, uh, we say that, we have to do this as well, and we would pretty much say it just, just as, just, just like this. Hello. Yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, hailing from the great state of Indiana, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and bring him into 303 of Wolfpack. He is the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Justin, we welcome you, of course, here, sir, to episode 303 of Wolfpack. Thank yeah. you very much. Oh, Chad, um, um, about uh, the Asian, uh, the stop, the um, the Asian hate thing. So that means, or you know, Sh um, Shayna Baszler is Euro Asian. She's um, part Chinese and part German. 
So we shouldn't um, bash her, right? Well, well, I mean, I mean, the thing about it is, Justin, before we, and that's a very valid point. Let me, let me, let me, let me also reiterate this. This stems from beyond the Asian situation here, okay? It doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It does not matter. You know, like I said, you may have been born in this country, but you may be, of course, of a descent from another country, whatever. The point, the point of the matter is here is this. <clears throat> As I said, we are all human beings. We were all, of course, like I said, cut from the same cloth. God made us all, made us all, you know, may, may, we may look different. We may sound different. We may do different things. But like I said before, <clears throat> the good Lord put us here so that way we could always find a way to, to unite against any any sort of threat that's 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 out there that, that threatens, of course, the very existence of life, in my personal opinion. So so to, so to what to what I said earlier, of course, in the story about Oscar and what you just said about Shayna Baszler, I mean, it stems from, I mean, it goes beyond even wrestling. It goes to anyone, okay? Because, like I said, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter what 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 race or color or ethnicity you are. My but my point of view is, like I said, simply this: we're all human beings. And if anyone, if, if a lot of people, if a lot of people see that, then you know that's all fine and dandy. But if there's a lot of people that do not, <clears throat> well, the thing is, sooner or later, you know, they're gonna have to, they're gonna probably find out a, a certain way that they're not, that they, that they do not want to. Uh, it's gonna hurt them, of course, right? So it's gonna take them right in the rear so hard, and they're gonna end up feeling it for a very long time to come. So. So what to what you said, Justin? It does. Yes, I would. The answer to my question would be yes. It would apply to that. But like I said, it applies to everybody. Even of course, if even of course, like you said, you know, African Americans, like you and of course, I, I have respect for African African American community. You know, Mitt is, a, I believe, of Middle Eastern descent. I res, I respect I respect his. Oh, uh, he's uh, I, I, he's Indian American, right? Well, regardless of what, well, well, I, well, I'm the name kind of. I mean, I'm not sure what what it is, but as I said, Justin, I don't really think that part of it should really even make any difference. We're all human beings. Let's just put it that way, okay? We're all human. That's the way it should be. Enough said about that. But we have we have no ill will towards anybody here. So remember, remember, Justin, what I always talk about here: the U.S. and WCWS stands for one thing. And of course, this this should apply to, of course, this philosophy as well, and that is united standing. That means everybody needs to stand as one instead of separate. You know what I mean? So that's the way. That's the way you got to play. That's the way you got to play it up. So just keep that in mind. That's all I got to say about that. So anyway, let's see what John has to say here, folks, as we start our course, our discussion of tonight, of last night's edition of AW Dynamite. John's got plenty to say about that. Let me go ahead and bring that here to you. 
John says, of course, where to start with AEW. John says he doesn't know about everyone, but was AEW pulling out all the stops last night or what? From top to bottom, every single match was good. The first match between John, it's not Magata, it's Nagata. N-A-G-A-T-A, not M-A. It's N-A-G-A-T-A. Between Nagata and Moxley, amazing, tremendous respect after the match. The AEW tag team title match, brutal as hell. Christopher Daniels, of course, uh, 50, 51 years old and bleeding and still fought on and pressed hard, but it's a shame to see SCU go. And, of course, John said he has to say this for all time's sake. Happy Rusev Day. Yes, of course, John is talking about Miro. And not to take anything away from Darby Allen, Miro is now the TNT champion. Um, Allen held that title for six long months and was a darn good fighting champion. Pog, uh, but with Miro breaking out from Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford, Miro needed the singles run. Now it will be interesting to see how long Miro holds on to that belt. Pac versus Cassie versus Omega will be a show-stealing match. John says he has no doubt about double or nothing. <clears throat> but the stadium stampede, too, if we thought the blood and guts cage match was more was brutal, this is going to be even more brutal. The pinnacle in the inner circle. The war will be over at last, but it's going to come with a price if the pinnacle win. The inner circle, of course, are done. But John says, but all in all, it was a great AEW show, in his personal opinion. Uh, Justin, let's go ahead and this, <clears throat> based upon what I've just said here, what John just mentioned, and I'm sure you probably had some, uh, you probably got a few peeks in at it last night as well. What's your personal take as to what happened, of course, last night, of course, on Dynamite? <clears throat> I can say is congratulations to um, Miro, who we all know as Rusev in the WWE, coming to TNT champion. Mhm. 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 Uh, were you surprised at all that 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 they are going to do now a uh, a um, a triple threat for the AEW World Title here with uh, Omega, Cassidy, and Pac? Yeah, I am. Um, what about the breakup of uh, SCU? Did we did we see this coming? I mean, did we see this eventually possibly going to happen sometime down the road? Was it a little bit too soon, or was it or was it around this time that you think it was a, it was it was time for them to finally you know you know kind of back off a little bit? Justin, your thoughts about SCU breaking up? That's um, that's big. That's big one. And um, and uh, and, and NJF really looks like he failed at ending Jericho's career. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> right. Uh, what would your take about them doing the? Uh, doing the infamous thing that they did in the WWF and WWE a while back here when about the, uh, the, the, the beer, the beer truck situation only this time spraying them with champagne instead of beer. Um, what do you think about that take? Um, 
Wow. Um, he, uh, wait, are you talking about the one with the, uh, uh, or the, uh, the, uh, the um, the Stone Cold and the, um, WrestleMania, the night after, the, um, night after, um, before WrestleMania 15 on Raw? Well, um, what you talk, yeah, what I'm talking about is that you're talking about how they used that storyline in this thing with the pinnacle and the inner circle last night. Only this time they were spraying, I think, champagne at, at the pinnacle instead of, Instead of beer, I mean, what was your take about them using this storyline? Wasn't that bad? No. <clears throat> of course, I did read in the news, just in case if you didn't hear it, Justin, that the reason why one of the members of the inner circle was not there last night, um, uh, obviously it was Santana. And, of course, they said in storyline, the reason was being was because that he was put in jail for stabbing NJF with a fork during the uh, Blood and Guts match last week. But it turned out the, re re the reason why Santana was not there was because that he was sick. But they didn't specify whether or not it had anything to do with the pandemic or not. All we heard about was that he was sick. Uh, <clears throat> but... Uh, uh, now, they did say, of course, obviously, that this uh, episode of Dynamite did did not uh, fare that well in the ratings. Um, I did, of course, read that a little bit uh, and compare it to what happened last week. Um, John, Justin, what was your take about it, of course? Um, has AEW been doing a little bit better or a little bit worse since, obviously... They, they went unopposed after NXT moved over to Tuesday nights. I say AAW did very, very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. John, your take on that? Okay, John may probably have uh, may have probably have stepped away here for a moment, so maybe uh, he probably should be back here, of course, here hopefully here in the next few minutes. In the meantime, folks, we still have not heard any word at all from uh, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo. We don't know if uh, we were told that he was going to be on we with us tonight, but we have not heard if whether or not he's going to be. If he's going to be uh, coming in or not, uh, we have not. I have. I personally have not heard anything from JD pretty much all day. Uh, uh, let me ask uh, Justin: Have you heard from JD at all today? Yeah, I spoke to him on the phone. I, I was asking about um, Selena Vega returning to WWE. Yeah, there was some. I heard some talk about that. Uh, um, I think I know why. I, be, so I think I know. I know why she wanted. Why oh, she wanted to come back because the reason why she wanted to come back to WWE because she saw the um, the vignette of her husband, Alistair Black, returning. 
and apparently they won't apparently she wants to be she wants to be of course somewhat involved with uh, of course with with, with the, of course a lot of things going on with her husband in WWE apparently that's so that's the reason why she's wanting to that's why she's wanting to come back apparently has WWE kind of responded to this has there been any word from them at all about it? Well, some people say, um, think it's fake news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would, it would, it would, like I said, you know, you, you, one thing you probably have to keep in mind is, is that it stemmed from all that stuff involving the, the third party situation here, obviously talking about with uh, these streaming services and all that. And of course, Zelina Vega has gone all out on doing a lot of that since she's left WWE. And it would be a pity for her to suddenly finally, suddenly getting rid of it. That's so that way she could uh, go back to the, the WWE, of course, and be involved in a lot of storylines involving her husband. But, that may be a good point there, Justin. That may be. That may not even be real, to be honest with you. I mean, a lot of people here, pure wrestling fans, are really putting out a lot of stuff here lately, saying that uh, stuff that they would like to see happen and all that. And they're probably posting it as if it was. And they're posting it, I'm sure, as if, like I said, it's actually real. Which, of course, later on we would find out later that it's not. But uh, anyway, what I was talking about earlier, Justin, has JD, did JD see anything at all about being on tonight? Uh, I'll call. I'll tell him. All right, just ask him if he's going to be on tonight because I mean, you're just you know, he may wait till. He may wait till tomorrow if he if he doesn't come on tonight. Uh, but while Justin does that, ladies and gentlemen, while Justin does that, ladies and gentlemen, I will go ahead and point out here too. <clears throat> tomorrow, here of course, we have our double header once again on Fridays. First off, tomorrow afternoon around four o'clock, you will have WCWS Sports Machine. Of course, be sure to join. Be sure to join. Be sure to join, of course, uh, Shaq, JD, Justin, and Nick as they talk about, of course, the latest uh, sports news, of course, here of the day. Be sure to listen in on that starting around 4 o'clock. Okay, Chad, JD's going to be on a little late. Okay. All right. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate that. Uh, as of course they will bring in the latest sports news, of course, of the day. Be sure to join them around and be around four o'clock tomorrow afternoon, of course, nine four four one five eight five pound for our for their for their next edition of WCWS Sports Machine. Also at nine o'clock tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, episode nine eighty nine of Revolution one three eight zero five five pound news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we'll talk about what. Of course, we'll talk about of course the results here of of uh, SmackDown. 
Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to get more predictions in here for uh, this Sunday's WrestleMania Backlash event. And we may have, of course, possibly more news on possibly anything else that might be added to the show. But we uh, we have not received any word if that is the case. Now, that we, may hear that I, we may hear something again, of course, tomorrow. We also hope to hear from Danny from Milton Park and or the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. So be sure to listen in, of course, on, on that there as well. <clears throat> One three eight zero five five pound, of course, coming up here this Friday night. I mean, tomorrow night, of course, start at nine o'clock. Also, keep in mind here, folks, we will, of course, let you know of the <clears throat> of. We will also, of course, let you let you know here, of course, of the of the two matches involving the AEWS Blood and Guts Championship, of course, who did, of course, prevail there between the Ace of Spades, Jordan Stuffless, and Byron J. Brain. And also, <clears throat> and, and 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 let me see here. I believe, and I also let's see. Uh, and also, of course, the WCW. Let's see. I believe that's. I believe that's the only. That's the only encounter we may have. But of course, if there are any other matches, of course, up up that uh, that we have posted, of course. We will, of course, keep you informed about that here as well. I believe primarily we just have the. Uh, <clears throat> we of course, we of course, like I said, will have the. Uh, next week, ladies and gentlemen, of course, involving the AWS Blood and Guts Championship, to whomever prevails in that in, in the match between Jordan and Byron, of course, will be of course facing the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, of course, who won a triple threat match, of course, last week to earn to earn the, the next number one contendership for that title. <clears throat> uh, currently, of course, right now, as we speak, of course, uh, um, uh, let me see here. Currently, Jordan is leading Byron right now, six votes to three. So, of course, like I said, unless any more votes come in, of course, for for, for either one before tomorrow night, of course, we may, of course, uh, you may have a clear-cut winner here, of course, for this title. But, of course, John will be, of course, the next person to challenge for that belt. Uh, <clears throat> the challenge for that belt, of course, even as we speak. Uh, let me see uh, right here. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, of course, we have not, we have, of course, we have not officially heard uh, anyone challenged JD for the WCWUS GWI Unified World Heavyweight Championship. But hopefully we'll definitely have someone pop up here at some point down the road here. In the meantime here, folks, let's go ahead and let you know here so far. Uh, we do have, of course, the poll, the prediction title challenge up right now for the, uh, <clears throat> for the WrestleMania Backlash prediction title challenge. Uh, let us go ahead here, folks. And uh, get you, of course, uh, um, get you up to date here, of course, with the voting that's being done on here so far for that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, let's see here. Um, I know we've had a lot. We've had a lot of folks get their votes in for this event here so far. 
And so and so so far, what we have here, folks, is as of right now, the WrestleMania Backlash Prediction Title Challenge. Ten people have voted for Bobby Lashley. Three people have voted for Drew McIntyre. Nobody has voted for Braun Strowman. The SmackDown Women's Title Match. We have eleven people voted for Bianca Belair. Nobody has voted for Bailey. For as I said, that is no surprise. Uh, the Raw Women's Title Triple Threat Match. We have one person voting for Oscar. We have two people voting for Charlotte, and we have nine people voting for Rhea Ripley. The SmackDown Tag Team Title Match. We have two people voting for Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler to retain, and we have ten people voting for the Mysterios to pick up, become the first father-son tag team to hold tag team gold. The Universal Title Match, of course, right now as it stands, we have four people going for Cesaro, and we have seven people going for Roman Reigns. And the Lumberjack match between Damian Priest and The Miz, we have 10 people voting for Damian Priest and nobody voting for The Miz. Now, as of, as of like I said right now, we do not have any, to my understanding, we do not have any, um, we do not have, of course, any more matches lined up here as of yet. <coughs> um, as we said, we got, of course, the WWE uh, title on the line. We have Raw and SmackDown women's titles on the line. We have the SmackDown tag team titles on the line, and we have the Universal title on the line. And that's the only uh, that's the only belts that we have left, of course, as far as backlash is concerned. So be sure, like I said, if you want to, of course, be, get involved here with this. You have an opportunity, of course, to be one of six people that will earn that will earn some WWS Trivia Championship gold here, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, of course, the uh, NWA US Hollywood Championship will be decided. The AAA US Triple Mania Championship will be decided. Uh, uh, the ROH US War of the Worlds belt, the NJPW US War of the Worlds belt, as well as the ROH US Global Wars Championship belt will be decided. And the NJPWS Global Wars belt will also be decided, of course, as well. So be sure to, of course, like I said, get your votes in, of course, right here today if you want to have that opportunity to pick up, a, pick up, of course, a piece of piece of gold right there. Uh, let's see here. Um, we also, of course, want to let you know here, ladies and gentlemen, that. Uh, we're going to try this as an, as an experiment, of course, tomorrow night. After Revolution 989, I am going to have a special edition of WCW US Aftermath. I cannot announce a specific time, but we don't know how long we don't know how long this is going to. Uh, we don't know how I don't know how long the show will take tomorrow night. But what we'll, we'll, but what but what I'm going to do, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to give you the. Of course, my the the results, grades, and uh, <clears throat> analysis. Of course, of of both last night's edition of in of, to, of tonight's edition, I should say, of Impact Wrestling, as well as tomorrow night's edition of SmackDown. So we're going to do like a double header in terms of that here. Well, last night we did do that with both NXT and AEW, and I felt that that did actually sound it did actually sound pretty good. So we're going to try it, of course, this time we're going to try it with talking about both tonight's edition of Impact 
and tomorrow night's edition of SmackDown. So 742-5592, of course, immediately after episode 989 of Revolution, we will, of course, have this program. <clears throat> and, of course, I will, of course, read, read of course, the uh, analysis courtesy for both shows, courtesy of BleacherReport.com. And then, of course, at the same time, be provided my own personal thoughts and opinions and um, about, about, of course, all the action that took place on both shows. Be sure to listen in on that, of course, here tomorrow night. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID, of course, one three eight five two one pound. This is episode, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, number three hundred and three of NWO Wolfpack. Uh, Thursday, May thirteenth, two thousand twenty-one. <clears throat> it is now ten twenty-two p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw alongside the human suplex machine John Gross and the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming. We were just informed just a moment ago that the Iceman Jared DiGiromo is busy getting dressed. Apparently he must have probably had a hot day tonight. I don't know. Uh, but he's, of course, now uh, getting dressed right now. He should be probably hopefully coming on here uh, momentarily. Of course, hopefully we'll get to hear about... Uh, any predictions, of course, here as far as, of course, WrestleMania backlash is concerned. Uh, John, uh, Justin, um, let me go ahead and ask both of you. Would you both care to go ahead and get your predictions in for backlash tonight? Uh, uh, for WrestleMania backlash prediction, you said? Yes. All right, because John says he's going. John says he's going to do his tomorrow. So okay. Uh, um, we want. Uh, want we start with um Bailey and Bianca? Well, okay. So you want. So you you want to do yours tonight? Then is that what you're? That's what I was asking. Um. No. Uh. No. So you you want to wait till tomorrow as well to take care of your predictions? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. John, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, will be, of course, bringing in their predictions for WrestleMania Backlash, of course, here tomorrow. Uh, uh, John, um, Um, I think I think you have your prediction, ti- your 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 title challenge on your page up and going as well. Is that correct? Okay. Now, John, is this going to end when backlash starts up on Sunday? Are you giving this until Sunday? Okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can also go to John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page as he is also doing a title challenge similar to what we do here in WCWS. Um, you, uh, of course, uh, for also WrestleMania Backlash as well. If you wish to, of course, get your, uh, if you want to go on there and, and vote on there as well, there is, of course, uh, a champ- there is a piece of championship gold that he is, of course, uh, 
that he has available for he uh, he has uh, for uh, for the winner, of course, of that there as well. And for some odd reason, I don't know who this is. Um, whoever, whoever, as is saying here, guest number seven. Apparently here, I don't know who's doing this, but uh, they put up what they call a G G I F. I mean, is it pronounced GIF? Is that what they is that what they pronounce that? A GIF. Okay. Uh, I don't know the lingo that well. But anyway, they have posted a get a GIF. I'll just say that of um, of 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 course uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, a video from uh, from a moment where Stone Cold Steve Austin standing on the corner of the ring, uh, um, uh, hitting two cans of beer together and chucking them both down at the same time. I don't know who it is that's doing this. Uh, but uh, whoever guest number seven is, I, I, I do applaud you on that. We, I, we appreciate that. Thank you for thank you for bringing that here to us. Uh, and of course, if guest number seven, um, of course, would like to identify himself if he can, try to let us know who he is, he or she, possibly. I'm not sure who, but but. Uh, we do thank you, of course, for that uh, for that video, of course, of Stone Cold chugging down beer. <clears throat> Let me see here. Hmm. Let me see. Uh, Uh, forgive us here, folks. Of course, we're uh, just, uh, we're, of course, like I said, the reason why we're not not saying too much right now, of course, obviously, is we did hear, of course, as we said, as I, as I just said, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, is scheduled to possibly come on here next little bit. Of course, according to, according to the Soul Man right here, he did inform us that he was going to be on, but he was going to be on, it's going to be a little bit late. And of course, uh, it is of course getting a little bit later by the bits. So we're hoping that JD will pop on here at some point down the road. Uh, I will also want to, John. I have no idea who guessed. I, I have no idea who this person is that posted this. Um, but. Uh, uh, I mean, whoever it is, obviously, of course, might be a wrestling fan. I'm not sure if it's if it's one of our guys, probably just playing a, playing a little bit of a joke. I don't know, but you never you never know. Also, of course, hopefully coming up here very very soon. Here, of course, when we get of course a little bit more word, when we get more word about the uh, um. Let me get a little bit more word, of course, about uh, um, uh, <clears throat> from the Heartbreak Kid. Fonzie, of course, will be, of course, 
take doing our doing the course, like I said, the um, we will of course hopefully hopefully Fonzie will be doing a lot of, will be defending a lot of his championship his singles championship belt right now. Um, of course, he's got a lot of belts. Of course, as, as we said here, of course, that he is going to be putting on the line here. Of course, hopefully here very very soon. Um, of course, like as we said before, we did have to make one. We did, of course, have to make one uh, sudden change, and that was because of what of what we heard from, of course, several sources, including the human suplex machine, John Gross, and uh, Chris the Sharp Pauser from the other week, that we, of course, had the sad duty to announce the untimely passing of uh, Andrew Scott, who sadly was who died in a car wreck in Kansas. Uh, he was scheduled to be a part of a triple threat match. For the ROH US TV title, of course, Fonzie defending that belt against both of them. But of course, because of the passing of Mr. Scott, it sounded like an episode of Star Trek, Mr. Scott. Yeah. Uh, of course, now it, become, it has now become a one on one encounter Fonzie versus Chris the Shark pausing for, for that. Uh, for. for, for uh, uh, for, for that title. Uh, <clears throat> but of course, like I said, um, several people, of course, including Justin Carter, uh, Anthony Chobot, Danny Kamote Park, uh, also uh, Jody Valentine, as well as the Key Club's Mint Patel, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, Robbie Thomas, Krista Sharp Palzer, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. William Banks, the Cowboy Clinton James Smith, the JML Experience, uh, Antonio Gutierrez, uh, Michelle's mom, Christy, um, Samuel McAllister, the Loose Cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas, uh, Big Diesel Gregory Kramer, um, a newcomer, Andrew Newman. Um, is pretty much is is uh, Alayla Peters among others. Of course, are of course are going to have opportunities for this. Uh, <clears throat> are going of course obviously are going to have uh, opportunities that a lot of these belts of course being held by the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie. And of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we did this was because we did this, of course, in respect, of course, to the to the heart to the heartbreak kid Fonzie. Because as you know, Fonzie did have, of course, a very serious procedure, of course, take place um, here not too long ago, where he had to have some, some surgery on one of his eyes. We didn't know how long he was going to be out and all that, and he is still recovering. I mean, he is popping on whatever he can. Um, but of course, like I said, we're giving him all the time. We're giving him the time to recover here because we're, we're not in, we're not in any hurry to, of course, get this taken care of. But like I said, whenever he does return, we will, of course, like I say, he, he may decide just to do one or two at a time. I'm not sure about how he'll do that. Uh, but we're, we'll, we will talk with him about when he may want to. Of course, get this all settled and everything like that. Also, of course, while we were, while we were also waiting here as well, 
we will, we will, of course, like I said, let you know that we have posted a lot more stuff in a lot of our pages, of course, on Facebook. Um, including, of course, actually, believe it or not, for the first time in a while, we actually posted a classic AWA match. I forget, forget from how I forget about who was involved, but it was an AWA match in our AWA US page, if anybody wants to go take a look at that, called AWA US History Lives. Go back and look, look in on that. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we did post a couple of things, as we said. <clears throat> Sorry. In the, of course, uh, NXT US page, as well as, of course, the women of WWS page. Of course, as you know, the they did have a tournament on NXT UK to determine the new number one contender. Kaylee Ray's NXT UK women's title. And it looks like there's going to be another matchup here between Kaylee Ray and Nico Satamira. As she won, of course, a, uh, I don't know if it was a gauntlet match or a battle royal. I don't know what type of match it was. But apparently, Miko uh, Satamira is going to have another opportunity to compete uh, against Kaylee Ray for the NXT UK women's title. Apparently, Kaylee Ray must have possibly uh, uh, must probably attacked her from behind or something. That's the video that we've seen right here. So be sure to check out that. Also, uh, also, let me see here. Let me see. Of course, we've been posting a lot more videos on a lot more of our stuff here just recently, including, of course, we actually posted a. Um, a baseball game, actually, I don't know if it was yesterday, from yesterday or today, on the WCWS Sports Roundup page. If anybody wants to go and take a look at that. Also, of course, we've been posting some classic NFL games, of course, on there as well. Uh, um, let, me, let me see here. And, of course, we continue to post a lot of classic uh, wrestling matches, depending upon, of course, the, the nature of of each match here. Um, <clears throat> of course, like I said, where these matches stem from and everything on all of our pages, including, like I said, NXT US, NWA US, AWA US. Uh, we've been posting a lot of stuff related to, of course, AEW, of course, as well on our AEW US page. Um, but some very unique uh, moments, of course, here as well. So. Um, ladies and gentlemen, of course, while I take a little bit of a breather here for, for just a, for a breather here for just a brief moment here, um, I know normally, like I said, we do this towards the tail end of the show, but of course we have been, while we of course continue to, while we of course continue to, of course, wait for the Iceman, Jared DeRomo to see if he's going to be be coming on. He did inform us that he was, but of course, obviously something may have probably possibly may have may have happened here at uh, at some point here. We're not sure of that as of yet. Uh, we are going to go ahead here, folks, and um, and of course, if this gentleman, of course, is not mind taking go ahead taking care of this for us, so we can go ahead and and go ahead and get that, of course, set up for all time here. Uh, let's see if Justin can go ahead and get his additional, of course, uh, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, of course, add on to what John has reported here to us. So, Justin, then we're going to go ahead and let you uh, 
get out any other uh, personal thoughts here, of course, here as well, and any other, of course, uh, additional wrestling, his, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays to add on to what John has posted here a little uh, posted here earlier. And, and keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, he keeps he keeps WWS Fan Empire up to date with your daily dose of wrestling history, of course, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS appreciation. Plus also our pop culture history and birthday report. He does, of course, post every day on our page, WWS Entertainment Cavalcade, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWS Entertainment. So let's go ahead and see what Justin has on hand here for today, March, I mean March, May the 13th. They both start with the letter M, so I tend to get confused a little bit. Uh, Justin, please go ahead and proceed. I'm trying to to find where I posted. Okay. Today is today. Today is a happy 31st birthday to Mexican wrestler Gabriel Gabriel Ledesma Alvarez, better known by his um his renamed Disturbio Ledesma. Today is a happy 33rd birthday to La, La Giro Shida, Spanish for the girl from Veracruz or a little woman from, from Veracruz. She's a Mexican luchadora or female mass professional wrestler. She currently works for CMLL. Has a baby face. Today is a happy 36th birthday to um Irish um pro wrestler um re re um Rhea Hannon Rhea Nine Stephanie Dosh Dosha Hurdy very known by reading Rhea O'Reilly Today's a happy forty fourth birthday to um Derek King Today's a happy fifty second birthday I know um to Eddie Gill where nobody's reading Demon Seed. Today's a happy 59th birthday to Shane Cody. And today would have been the 87th birthday of George Momberg, where nobody's renamed Killer Carl Krupp. I know you remember him, Chad. Yes, I do. And John already mentioned um Danny Danny Hodge, right? No, I don't think he mentioned Danny Hodge. Yeah, today yeah, he would have been 89 today. And today would have been the 95th birthday of Stan Kowalski. Oh, you I know you remember him. Oh yes, yes, I do. I do. I, I do. And here's some wrestling history today. Um 
20 years ago today, Big Show host Sunday Night Heat with Billy Gunn defeating Steven Richards. And 10 years ago today, Karma destroys Layla on Friday Night SmackDown. And here I'm saying pop culture. 10 years ago today, a, a, a movie called Priest was released in theaters nationwide. With, um, it stars um, Lily Collins, the daughter of, of singer of English song singer songwriter and actor Phil Collins. Of of um, he had a group um, of Genesis, and that's it. Okay, thank you very much, there, Justin, for providing that, providing, of course, like providing your wrestling and pop culture report. Uh, of course, like I said, you can check out, of course, uh, Justin's daily dose of wrestling uh, history and birthdays, of course, on our page, WWS Fan Empire, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Appreciation. And also, of course, his pop culture history report, of course, on our page, WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment. 10.43 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, ladies and gentlemen, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138-521-POUND, episode 303 of NWO Wolfpack here, uh, Thursday, May 13, 2021. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, alongside, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. We are hoping here within the next few moments, ladies and gentlemen, we are still trying to await the arrival of the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo here. We were told that he was going to be be, be on the show here tonight, uh, but uh, unless, of course, um, unless, of course, he is something else has possibly come, come up and we don't know what's going on. But, uh, <clears throat> but uh, of course, if something does happen, obviously, he will, of course, keep us informed, all that. But I'm sure he will be, of course, part of WWS Sports Machine tomorrow afternoon if he does not make it here tonight. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, starting around 4 o'clock, uh, 944-1585-POUND. As we did mention here before, uh, Shaq, along with Justin, JD, and Mitt, will, of course, bring you, of course, the latest sports news, of course, coming in from around the, the sports scene. Uh, <clears throat> of course, everything, of course, involving the Obviously, of course, basketball, baseball, football, um, NASCAR, golf, anything, anything and everything. Of course, it'll definitely be uh, be brought to brought brought out. Of course, here, and of course, also I'm sure through they'll check out a lot of stories that have been posted on WWS Sports Roundup as well. Which Justin, that might not be a bad idea for them for y'all to do maybe on Sports Machine on Fridays, um, especially because I normally try to post a few sports stories on the Sports Roundup page. If anything like that could be put, brought up, it looks like it might be interesting to read on the air, see if the guys want to use those, and, and that's up to them if they wish. So, But I try to post some sports stuff on there if I can. So if y'all see anything there, please feel free, please feel free to use it. So, uh, 944-1585-POUND, of course, coming up tomorrow afternoon. Uh, right here, of course, on Talk Shoe. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget WWS Revolution, of course, at 9 o'clock tomorrow night, 138055 pound. As, of course, here, of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, we'll, of course, talk about, of course, the results of tomorrow night's edition of SmackDown leading up towards uh, WrestleMania Backlash. 
We'll, of course, give you, uh, of course, uh, we'll, of course, hopefully get our predictions in. Of course, John and Justin will be bringing in theirs. And, of course, like I said, we don't hear from J.D. tonight. We'll probably, J.D. will probably get his in tomorrow as well. We also hope to hear from Danny from Oak Park and or to Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. So be sure to, of course, listen, uh, listen, listen in on everything that we talk about here tomorrow night here on episode 989 of Revolution as we get very, very close, ladies and gentlemen, to hitting the 1,000 mark. It will be 11 episodes out starting tomorrow of Revolution. So be sure to, of course, check all the, check that out, of course, as we, of course, get ever so closer to hitting that big mark, of course, of the Mothership Broadcast indeed. Uh, <clears throat> also, don't forget this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, at 6 o'clock, 141-364-pound. Uh, for our next edition of WWS Power Hour, as, of course, I'll be talking about what took place in the radio network this week. Also, of course, folks, we'll bring you Saturday's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll bring you some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Please be sure to, of course, check that out tomorrow, uh, uh, Saturday, after, Saturday evening, starting at 6 o'clock. Right here, of course, uh, on the uh, part of the WCWS radio network, right here on talkshoe.com. While we continue to wait for the Iceman here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see if 411 Mania has added on any other, has added on any, added on any more wrestling stories here. Uh, um, and I believe they have, uh, uh, and it appears, like I said, that they have. And I got three more. I have three more, of course, uh, currently. Um, actually, actually, I have six more stories here. So, uh, John and Justin, y'all get. John, I think, already left us here for the night. But, Justin, you'll have an opportunity here to listen to some more stories here. Let me go ahead and bring you a few more in here as well while we're waiting here. As, of course, we now officially have the updated card for the Impact Show Under Siege coming up here, of course, this, uh, this, um, coming up here, this, coming up here this Saturday. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight. Impact Wrestling is an updated card for Under Siege following this week, tonight's episode. Here is the current lineup for the Impact Plus pay-per-view, which takes place, of course, this Saturday the 15th. First off, listen very carefully here, and, and you might find this very interesting indeed, uh, Justin. The Impact World Championship number one contenders match as Matt Cardona, Chris Bay, Chris Saban, Sammy Callahan, Moose, and Trey Miguel will fight for a shot at the Impact World title. The Impact, the Impact Knockouts tag team title match a rematch here as the new champions, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering, will take on the former champions, Fire and Flavor. The X Division title match, Josh, Josh, uh, Josh Alexander, will defend against El Fantasma. <clears throat> the, the Knockouts title match, Deanna Perrazzo, will take on Havoc. That'll be a good match. The tag team title number one contenders match, TJP and Petey Williams will team up. Versus the team of Rohit Raju and Shira versus Triple XL and the team of Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. The current AEW and Impact World 
champion Kenny Omega will team up with the Good Brothers to take on Eddie Edwards and the, and the Impact Tag Team Champions Finn Juice in a six-man tag. Willie Mack will take on W. Morrissey. Of course, W. Morrissey, as you know, was known as Big Cass. Brian Myers will take on Black Taurus. And, and of course, the... And of course, a late and a knockouts tag team match as Susan and Kimberly will take on the team of Tennille Dashwood and Taylor Wilde. So that ought to be a very unique, uh, a very a very unique match up here coming up here, uh, coming up here of course on um, on Saturday. Our next story here, folks, uh, talking about the. Uh, Blood and Guts match last Wednesday. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as apparently Chris Jericho was reportedly injured in that match. Chris Jericho reportedly suffered an injury during the AEW Blood and Guts match. Brian Alvarez noted on the latest Wrestling Observer Live that Jericho suffered a legitimate injury to his elbow during the fall he took off the top of the cage in the match, with the injury possibly being an elbow fracture. Jericho appeared on this week's AEW Dynamite but did not compete, instead spoiling the Pinnacle's blood and guts celebration. It is not yet known how severe the injury is or if he will miss any time. Of course, as you know, the Pinnacle and Inner Circle are expected to meet at Double or Nothing in a stadium stampede match. MJF issued the challenge and said that if the Inner Circle lost, they would have to disband forever. The challenge has not been accepted yet, and the match has not been is not officially confirmed as of yet. So we'll, of course, keep you apprised about that. If, of course, if anything does, if anything, of course, does, uh, does change, of course, here with that. Our next story that we, we have here that's popped up, as Joseph Lee has posted this story, as WWE's new series, Fight Like a Girl, was set to premiere on the Roku channel, next week it was reported last month that roku had acquired all the content from the, from the defunct streaming service quibi including wwe's series uh uh fight like a girl roku announced today that the show's now relabeled roku originals will debut on the roku channel on may 20th the full list of shows include the following Hashtag free Rashawn about face bad ideas with Adam Devine, architecture, uh, big rad wolf, black blackballed centerpiece, uh, Chrissy's court, cup of Joe, die heart, dismantled dummy, fight like a girl, flip the fugitive, game G A Y M E show, iron sharpens iron, last looks. Let's Roll with Tony Greenhand, Most Dangerous Game, Murder House Flip, Murder Unboxed, Nightgowns, Prodigy, Punked, uh, Reno 911, Royalties, Shape of Pasta, Thanks a Million, and You Ain't Got These. So apparently the show WWE had called Fight Like a, Fight like a Girl will be, be shown on Roku coming up here starting on May the 20th. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story is actually an update to a story that was brought up uh, that it was uh, <clears throat> that it was that was brought up of course I believe he brought it up last night 
the original story here is it was, it was reported earlier this week that Ricky Starks suffered a fracture in his neck during the April 21st episode of AEW Dynamite and would be out for around three months. According to the latest Wrestling Observer News Observer Radio, Starks is also believed to have suffered a knee injury. Brian Alvarez noted that the, the AEW medical officials also looked at Starks' knee when they realized that he fractured his neck. Starks ended up finishing the match on that episode of Dynamite, which saw the injury occur when he landed on his head after a German suplex from Hangman Page. He finished the match and even briefly worked an episode of AEW Dark. An update for this match, that was, of course, this was fast. In a post on Twitter, Ricky Starks denied reports that he was also that he also suffered a knee injury. And he wrote pretty much on his Twitter account here today, inaccurate. There is nothing wrong with my knees. So apparently, so apparently it was just primarily uh, it looks like it, it, um, it was it was of course obviously just his neck. Apparently his knees were not affected. But so obviously Wrestling Observer Radio did not look at all of this very very closely. So so they may have to go back and probably eat their words there a little bit. Blake Lavelle of course posted this story that just post was that this came up as Walter does reflect on his decision to sign with WWE and talk, talks about the responsibility of being the face of NXT UK. In a recent interview on After the Bell with Corey Graves, Walter discussed signing with WWE, being the face of NXT UK, and much more, and here are some of his comments. Walter, on making the transition from independent wrestling to WWE, Walter says, first of all, I was never thinking about signing with WWE. That was never a goal. I was happy in the process. I think sometimes you get lost too much when you think about the future. I have to force myself to do it as well. Sometimes your brain is way ahead of you. I was never too keen about leaving Germany, leaving Europe, to live in the United States. It's a big step. I think most of the other wrestlers are willing to do it because it was their goal from day one or maybe early in their career. That's where they wanted to go. For me, for the most time in my life, it was never a realistic thing that I could ever actually wrestle for WWE or something like that. When I started 10 years before, the wrestling world was very different. WWE was very protected or isolated from everybody else. It was so difficult to get into WWE, and they opened up a few years ago and actually realized how much talent there is out there to work with. On joining NXT UK, Walter says, when everything came came to talks with NXT UK at first, they talked to me right when I right right when it started. I was doing very really well on the indies, and I just wanted to see what what else comes up. I just said, wait, let's see what happens. When NXT UK came up, we talked again, and it sounded like obviously the focus is to build something in Europe, and the UK is the logical first step in that process because England was the hottest place in Europe for wrestling. On being the face of the WWE scene in the UK as the NXT UK champion, Walter says, it's a big responsibility, of course. I always feel that as the NXT UK champion, I will be the one that when I have a match, my match will be seen by the most people out of everybody else from NXT UK. There comes a responsibility with that to actually showcase what European wrestling is all about. That's something I would say that I'm really proud of. I never had to change with WWE. I'm still the same person I was three years ago when I worked for everybody else. And just to be able to stick with that and still showcase wrestling the way that I think is right in my way and actually getting the attention for it and getting the trust of people in WWE for it, that's a nice accomplishment. 
Of course, we do give credit to After the Bell with Corey Graves um, for, of course, this story as well. And there are some additional, of course, news and views, of course, right here, uh, <clears throat> right here, of course, as well. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, apparently the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, obviously, apparently something must have possibly have come up, and it looks like he may not, is not going to be able to make it on here, of course, here tonight. Um, so, uh uh, unless, of course, like I said, if he happens to pop in over the next couple of mo moments, which uh, he may, of course, obviously may have possibly had something to, something to take care of, and it must have been probably taking a little bit longer than what he expected it to he expected it to be. Um, so, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, looks like we're not going to get a chance to hear from him tonight. But I'm sure he'll be on tomorrow, of course, on Sports Machine tomorrow afternoon. And also be on, also he'll be on 989 of Revolution coming up here, of course, uh, tomorrow night at nine o'clock. So, ladies and gentlemen, on that note, I want to thank everybody for joining us here tonight for episode 303 of NWO Wolfpack. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, here thanking the Human Suplex, John Gross, and the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming for joining us here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure to check out all of our groups, of course, on Facebook, including. In addition, like I said, Fan Empire, Entertainment Cavalcade, uh, our tribute groups including NXT US, AWS, ROH US, AWA US, also Women of WCWS as well. Also, our tribute groups, of course, including uh, Don Rickle to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, who's on it anyway. Also, Location of Animation, WCWS Movie Channel. Uh, Include we just added a Cheech and Chong movie on the movie channel here just recently. So if you want to go check that out. Um, in addition, of course, there are still plenty of some of the same movies that we've had on there for quite some time, including, I believe, Galaxy Quest is still there. Uh, I do also believe, uh, let me see, we're not sure if the John Wayne movie El Dorado is. If it, if it is not, I will apologize. But there are plenty of other movies. I think Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home is also still available. You can go check out some of those movies, of course, here as well. Also, our tribute group to Home Improvement, of course, More Power Forever. Uh, Justin's favorite page, A Gaseous Affair. Also, <laughs> also of course, NASCAR US High Octane History. Motor Week Retro Review Cards of the Past. All Rangers Protecting the Power. Uh, <coughs> Sports Roundup, of course, here as well. Uh, of course, also um, the video vault, of course, where we got a lot of great uh, wrestling matches and promos, of course, uh, on there as well. Um, so if you can check all those out, plus also check out our, a lot of our past episodes of all of our shows here on TalkShoot that we've done since 2015. You can go back and check out a lot of those older episodes if you wish to listen to some interesting stuff that, has, of course, has happened over time. Please feel free to, of course, bring that to bring that up to, of course, our uh, bring that up to, of course, and uh, take a listen to all that as well. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't, don't forget tomorrow night we're going to do a special edition of WCWS Aftermath, as we as we will talk about both, of course, tonight's episode of Impact and tomorrow night's episode, of course, of SmackDown leading in towards WrestleMania Backlash. So be sure to, of course, listen in on that seven four two five five nine two pound if you. If you'd like to go listen to, of course, the past 13 episodes we've done of that so far. 
And of course, we hopefully this will also start becoming a very big time, big time program at some point down the road too. Wolfpack episode 303 is a broadcast of the WCWS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, five years older, six years older, excuse me, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, take care of yourselves, of course, and each other. Uh, of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard that, that, that they're, loosen, they're loosening some of the restrictions, of course, here as far as, of course, the social distancing and the mask stuff. But be sure to, of course, uh, continue to watch it all very, very carefully here, folks, because you never know this could. This could, of course, obviously uh, come back to haunt us here at some point down the road. So we definitely need to be very, very, very careful on all this. So please, by all means, folks, please play it safe out there. Indeed, indeed. Uh, also, also, of course, here, folks, we continue to say a prayer for all those affected by the pandemic and affected by a lot of other great things, of course, taking place here as well. So just keep a, keep a, keep a stiff upper lip here, folks. And like I said, the good Lord will know where, where will show us where, where to shine. So just keep on listening to all that. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. WSWS Chad Hinshaw saying, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only, the WCWS Radio Network. Justin, take care. Have a good evening, bud. We'll talk at you tomorrow on Sports Machine <laughs> and Revolution. Take care and God bless. Good night. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.